The following is a presentation of Muddy River News. Welcome to the Abbey, a Quincy tradition. With six big screens, a new larger kitchen, and now more seating capacity, the Abbey is the place to be before, during, and after the big game. Come enjoy fan favorite appetizers, steaks, burgers, and a variety of daily food and drink specials. Can't join us? Carryout is available too. Now with a convenient drive-up window to better serve you. 1736 Spring in Quincy. Opens at 3 p.m. Tuesday through Sunday. Come join all your friends at the Abbey, a Quincy tradition. Hello everybody and welcome to the Daily Muddy. I'm Bob Goff. My guest today is Curtis Seffler with Young Life. How are you today? I'm great. We're talking about an event you have coming up, Young Lives in Wonderland. Tell me yeah. a little bit about it. Uh, every year, uh, well, every year pre-COVID, um, we did a tea party that helped fund our Teen Mom program, um, sending kids to camp, um, but also just the program in general. And we're getting back to doing that this year now that everything's kind of gone back to more of a normal feel. So we're excited to get back to a themed tea party um, and just get back to some fun and doing events like we like to do. When's it gonna be? Uh, it's April 16th. And uh, what, uh, what are we raising the money for? Yeah, so we're raising the money actually for the Young Lives program. Traditionally, it's been, uh, we used it specifically to send teen moms to camp. We're actually broadening that this year. Um, just as we're you know, relaunching this. So we're using it to send all of our kids to camp, but also using it specifically to fund our teen mom program, um, the staff position that that does require um, in the program in general. Talk a little bit about Young Life. How long have you been involved with it? Yeah, so I started volunteering for Young Life in 2014, just as a, an adult who just really cared about kids and wanted to mentor students in a very impactful way. Um, had the opportunity to join Young Life staff in 2016 in August um, and have been the area director here since that time. So we've seen programming just continue to grow our student impact, continue to grow our staff has grown volunteer base. Um, you know, student needs are very high right now. We need more adults who care about kids to get involved. You were, uh, you know, working, construction, plumbing, all that stuff. You, you still do a little of that, but yep. you gave that up for the most part to, to run this organization. Yeah. Why? I started to see the difference between uh, what I think culture defines as success as largely monetary and a life of significance. And you can live a very successful life um, financially and really not be significant at all. Um, and I didn't, I didn't want to leave this life without making a mark, without having an impact, without living a life that made a difference. And I really started to see that differentiation when I got involved with Young Life. So is the opportunity to have a bigger impact with kids kind of grew and I saw the impact that I was having with students. I really just wanted more of that. I wanted to be able to invest more and invest deeper with kids. And you know, the staff position came open and there was an opportunity for me to apply that. And I talked to my wife and we figured it out. I mean, it's, it's a nonprofit role versus a you know, licensed plumber role in a, in a construction company. So uh, the pay is drastically different, um, but it's something that you know, like the quality of our lives and the impact we've been able to have, um, not just within our family, but within the community has been something that I would do a thousand times over again. Well, and I think that's important because so many people just get involved in a job and they just grind it out and it's like, okay, yeah, I'm making money, I'm paying my bills and all that stuff. But, but if you've got a, if you've got a, a an empty feeling in there, you, you gotta have something else to fill it. Yeah. And I think a lot of us, I mean, you know, a lot of us have that feeling of like, all right, well, cool. I punch a clock. I come home, I eat dinner, I go to bed, repeat the whole thing tomorrow and you know wake up when we're 40 50 60 70 maybe on a deathbed we're like man like i feel like i missed it and you know for me like being able to get involved in young life and see that potential and see what that life of significance really looked like um woke me up to that and you know since that time like 
we've started businesses here, like we've done just a ton of cool things. And it, it all goes back to that initial decision to, to chase significance and chase a life of impact versus um, the life of maybe financial success or just the monotony of like punching a clock and doing the same thing over and over. How many kids are currently involved in Young Life in Quincy? Yeah, uh, it's a fun metric to track because we have uh, multiple ways that kids are involved. So during any given week, um, our staff and our volunteer team interact with over 200 students. Uh, as far as like our official like programming on the events that we do that students actually attend, uh, 50 to 60 students a week um, are involved in something that we do uh, physically on our turf. Um, outside of that, we also get coffee and lunches. Uh, one of the cool things about Young Life is we don't really ask kids to come to us, we go to them. So our leader team is 10, 15 people deep and they are at ball games, they're at every activity that is student led, whether it's musicals, I mean, you name it, we're at it. Uh, and it's a really cool thing. Coach, like I coach multiple basketball teams and, and do that too, just to be involved in student life. So where a lot of, a lot of organizations are structured differently and that's awesome. Um, they fit kind of the niche that they need to. Uh, we're one that goes out and actually serves kids where they are. And, and Young Life is a, is a national organization, correct? Yeah, global actually. Global. So we're, we're um, in 100 plus countries uh, in every US state. Uh, it's, it's a giant organization. We're very fortunate to have one here. We're, we're probably um, a pretty well-kept secret that we're working on changing. When I first came on staff, I told people I was gonna work for Young Life. Everybody's like, what the heck is that? Um, so we're still a little bit of that, but we're, we're getting out and having a bigger impact and people are starting to hear a little bit more about us. And you said there are uh, camps all over the country that Young Life uh, kids can, can go to, right? Yeah, so Young Life owns 32 properties across the US. Um, and these are, if you're thinking like summer camp, um, it's not that. Uh, these are literally like five-star resorts. The camp our junior high kids are going to uh, this, um, this summer has Tempur-Pedic mattresses on all of the beds. Um, that's not a joke, like I'm dead serious. <laughs> um, it's just a really cool thing that we get to do. And a lot of these kids, and a lot of the kids that we serve are underserved. They're from more at-risk populations. Uh, we scholarship the majority of them going to camp, which is why events like the T are such a big deal because we have to fundraise all of our camp budget outside of our normal operating budget. So events that we do really do matter. Um, the giving that we receive from the community really matters. We're 100% locally supported. Um, but as we go to these camps, a lot of these kids, this is the only time some of them get out of state for their lives. Um, it's the only time they get to experience a week like this. We take their phones from them for the week. Like they don't have, wow. if you can imagine junior high and high school kids with no phone, like we, there's not even any clocks there for kids to like That's great. check out. That's it's, actually good. That's it's awesome. Thing. And you get to see them for the first two days, sit around and look at their hand and be like, I don't know what to do. Cause I'm yeah. used to holding my phone and scrolling through TikTok for hours. Go swimming. Yeah. <laughs> go go to the, literally go to the pool, go get, go to the boat, you know, yeah. like go tubing, go whatever, whatever the activity is right now. Just go be a kid. And like, they just, Kids don't have fun like they used to, and this is an opportunity for them to get away for a summer, and we get to facilitate that. Young Lives in Wonderland Tea Party. It's Sunday, April 16th at the Corinthian Event Center at 415 Hampshire. There's a sign-up listed below this video that you can click if you want to donate yep. or you want to send a kid. Yep. We'll take care yep. of that for you. Awesome. Thanks. All time. right, Curtis, thanks a lot. Thank you. All right, uh, coming up, uh, Brittany and Ashley will have Coffee Talk. Be right back. Quincy Warehouse Bargains is your Quincy Home Improvement Store. It's the only store of its kind in the Quincy area. We offer flooring, mattresses, area rugs, dining sets, couches, appliances, and much more. And have more products to come so we can better serve the Quincy and Tri-State community. Our staff is ready to help you find what you need to make your house a home. Quincy Warehouse Bargains, 4100 North 24th Street, Quincy. Are you looking for the perfect venue for your next special event? Check out Utopia Event Center. 
Utopia has a large banquet room and an awesome bar area, perfect for anything from birthday parties to formal corporate meetings. It also offers a photo booth, stage for a DJ or a live band, and a fully stocked bar, all for only $300. Check us out at utopiaeventcenter.com or call Barn at 217-430-6559 for more information. Utopia Event Center, 900 North 12th Street in Quincy. Instant Replay is your local sports bar. With 18 big screen TVs, we have all the sports packages from college games to pro games. We offer daily drink specials and come check out the bullpen, our newly renovated beer garden. Instant Replay, 2739 Chestnut in Quincy. I've had two stepdaughters go through the Quincy Public School System, and it's a great system. And I love what they accomplished and what they're accomplishing now. But I have found flaws, and I believe that those could be fixed at the local level. And I don't believe that the people that are heading this state really understand what's best for our children in this city. I believe that serving on the Quincy Public School Board is one of the most important jobs a person can have. Over the last few years, I've seen some things that I've felt like we needed some new perspectives on. Um, I also feel like over the last few years we've had some situations uh, with COVID for example where it became apparent that we really need people who are going to stand up for the Constitution and for freedom to be in positions, these locally elected positions. I'm Tori Kaufman and I would appreciate your vote for Quincy School Board. I'm Ashley Randolph, and I would appreciate your vote for the Quincy School Board. I'm Jeremy Allen, and I'd appreciate your vote for Quincy School Board. Paid for by Allen, Randolph, and Kaufman. And welcome back. Well, I have to say, uh, just before we get started, I'm super bummed that I didn't get to interview Curtis because I, he's got so much stuff going on. But anyway, before we get into that, welcome to Coffee Talk. Coffee Talk. How's it going, Britt? It's going pretty good. How are you? Fantastic. Uh, busy, but I don't think, yes, we're busy, yeah. but I don't know if anybody's as busy as, as Curtis. Curtis. I, I know. Th that guy is, I think he's got uh, his hands in everything, and it seems like everything that he is doing is good Turn stuff. Everything he touches turns to gold. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, so keep doing what you're doing. Um, one of the things that he's doing, just to, to kind of touch on real quick, uh, the school board, right, he's running for school board, and there's another slate that is um, Alan Kaufman and Randolph, and then Shelly Arns and I forget the other ones. Brock. Uh, yep. And, and then. I cannot think of the third. Ugh. Whitfield. Whitfield. Thank you. Um, Baba Booey. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, kudos to everybody for running. I think that's awesome to throw your name in the hat. It's very, very, very important, of course. Curtis um, is running on his own. That's the one is. thing that I think makes him stand out, I think, from the rest. Because yeah. the other two are running as slates. So right. if you see the signs around town, he's the, in the, lone, he's the lone ranger. Yeah. Yeah. Got brown signs. Yeah. And, yeah. But I will say uh, one thing that I've recently learned, and shame on me because I've been voting for a long time, but uh, as a voter, when you look at the, the slates, so you have like three people running together. One thing that I just learned, you don't have to vote for all three. Um, you don't even have to vote for, so I think there's seven running uh, and there are four seats. You don't even have to vote for four people if you don't want. So if you have two people that you firmly believe yep. in their uh, you know, their convictions, their ideas, their, you know, um, yeah. 
just perspectives in general, yep. um, then you can just vote for them. So if I want to vote for, let's say, Curtis and uh, Shelly and Tori, I can vote for the three of them. Yep. Not saying I will. I'm just saying that's just an example. Yep. So you don't have Pick to sit. Choose. Yeah. It's kind of like. And then we are going to learn their um what they're standing for this Thursday night. Yes. They're going to have a forum. Forum. Yep. Which is a friendly version of a, a debate, debate. But yeah. instead they're just going to be asked questions. By a panel, uh, mm. right? Yes. Yeah. I believe our David Aunt Adam is on our, the panel. I'm pretty sure. Are you on the panel, David Adam, since you just walked in? Yay, he is. That's awesome. Yeah. But yeah, so you can be informed this way. I think it's going to be televised here. Okay. I know we'll have full coverage of it either yes. way. So, yeah, very cool. Anyway, again, thank you to everyone who's doing that. I think that's just a, of course, it's a very important job to stick yeah, up well, for our kids. Yeah, we got to know what and, we're voting for yeah. instead of just the colors of their signs. Right. Yeah. Which is how I voted, you know, how I picked my uh, March Madness bracket. Which, which you're probably still in it because. No, I busted big uh -oh. time. But really? I did pick based on colors and hotness of coach and, you know, shame on me. But I don't know anything about sports. And it, I think, it, you know, whatever, it, it's still fun. So, yeah. Anyway, but speaking of debates, uh, it, we don't want to beat this to death, but we did get into a uh, debate yeah. with, you know. A commentator online. Yeah. I mean, a few I should, of them. Yeah. But one of them stuck out. And uh, we love, of course, you know, hearing from people. But at some point, there has to be some guidelines, some rules, yes. right? Yes. Go I ahead think... and say what you said earlier, because we were talking about it. And we kind of, not saying that we disagree, but we have varying views on um, what I call kind of censorship and what we'll call just decorum, I guess, yes. right? There, the, or the lack thereof. Right. And Which I think that's kind rampant. of what, what yeah. has destroyed the art of debate. Yeah. So sometimes, you know, we could debate just anything. You know, you can debate anything. We can debate uh, what we were debating on there was kind of, I should have just said that's not what we said or that's not what we meant, but instead I was trying to debate or defend the fact that, you know, we're just two girls that yeah, are speaking our minds. Yeah. And yeah. like if you don't like it, then shut Move up, on. scroll on. Move on. And like that yeah. that's kind of what the debate was. But it turned into from us saying something so empathetic as to, you know, we hope the best for the family. Right to stretching that statement to we don't back the blue it was turned to fit it was turned into fitting an agenda that had nothing to do with any of our comments and of course that's going to happen but it seems like there are certain few people who who take that liberty a lot yes and it's one of those things where no i don't believe i would i I hope no one ever gets banned from anything. Like yeah. I feel like censorship is a very slippery slope um but there has to be if you're like a common uh, attacker of people and you can't just have a debate, and no, it's not because you disagree with us, no. but when you bring in um, family members, places of work, uh, it's it's a personal attack and not just on uh, our opinion, it's an attack on us. And that is a little bit different, yeah. I think, is kind of what, what we were talking about. So yeah. we're in agreement there. I think so too. Yeah. Um, and it's unfortunate that people can't that we, can't, that we can't have differing opinions, different viewpoints, different even different agendas without getting... Um, Ad hominem attacks. Just attacks on someone's character instead of the attack on... On the idea. On, on the, the idea, idea or the argument itself. Yeah, right. It's, and, it's unfortunate that we are so driven to be right. Yeah. 
instead of like the pursuit of finding the truth in the debate. The truth or in just appreciating the diversity in uh, in communication itself and in personalities and in, you know, it's like, you don't have to agree with me. Hell, my own daughter doesn't ever agree with me. Talk about debates, but uh, we can still be kind. We can still seek to have, uh, you know, a broader mindset, I guess. Like, yeah. let's seek to understand each other a little bit You're rather than- You're not gonna than... learn anything unless you listen. Yeah. You can't constantly be waiting for your turn to say whatever it is that it is that you need to say without listening. I think the best debaters are the ones that listen. They listen to everything, and then they're probably gonna throw back whatever it is that you have said yeah. back in your face. Did you notice I was just quiet there for a few minutes? That's probably the longest I've ever been quiet because I will say <laughs> I am like not a very good, uh, so you know, like the active listening skills that you go through those exercises. I struggle with that, but I Silence do. Silence is uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm not very good at analyzing um, what someone else says. I have like very impulsive communication styles, but I still know how to keep it kind. Yes. Uh, like at least, if nothing else, yeah, ju just be, I guess, open to someone else's viewpoint. I don't know. It's just, I feel like. Don't attack um, personal yeah. character. I mean, I think the attack mostly was they were, they said that, um, I think, I don't know. I get paid to day drink and commentate. That was supposed oh. to be an insult. That's jealousy, honey. I think. No, here's the, here's the whole deal. We have been blessed with I this. I do get paid to hey, drink and come dude, and pay. Dream job. Uh, here's the thing, though. The The truth is we are very, very fortunate to have this. Yes. You know, this platform. I think a lot of the reason why we are here, too, is because of keeping it keeping likable it yeah. and respectful yeah. And, yeah. and keeping it real. And maybe I won't. Maybe I don't say the, the right things at the right time. Sometimes, you know, I'm not going <laughs> to always um you yeah. know please everyone but again um i don't i don't know everything and i don't claim to know everything no, no um what what i do know is in regards to that case that you know um i think that everyone is doing a good job yeah. in it um judge adrian said the reason why you know he didn't get the bond was because the proof was evident and um you know that that alone it's lending to yeah it's lending, lending to, to the fact that I, keeping I, keeping things safe keeping things uh you know i don't even know on the up and up i believe like everyone's saying, doing their job and yeah. in, in to do process yeah mm -hmm. yeah i in mean our conversation i didn't think allude to anything other than that you know we other do, than we do back the blue yeah i mean it's it's just asking we back the blue to, here in quincy yes i think yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I, I'm not a big uh, wholehearted like. I don't know what of, anybody else is doing. Yeah, I'm totally just talking about Quincy. And I honestly, it's not. This isn't political. This is about a family who's losing everything. Yeah. And I think that that's what we were trying to allude to. Yeah. Is, you know, oh, not that I hope he gets away with it. No, no it's that I was hoping that for the family's sake that they would have their father and not a murderer. Yeah. To and be like, blunt this is about just, it. Uh, yeah sorry if our empathy hurts you or no. some people know. just want to argue some people just have to have a voice even if and i would go ahead and venture to say this she probably didn't even disagree with everything she just wanted to have her voice heard and what better way to do that than to come up with some asinine argument to dig and that's when eventually and throw in a 
something like a Just grouping of it together. That's probably a lot of the problem with, um, again, debates and everything. Like we don't want to be in a lump sum. I don't want to be in a lump sum that because... Oh, no, don't categorize me. Yeah. Mm -mm. It's just crazy to lump some things together by saying, oh, if you don't agree with this, then you don't back the blue. Again, that was nothing to do with... Polarizing people because of one statement and generalizing their character into one bucket or another is so irresponsible and uh, just haphazard. Like, it just doesn't make sense. Well, it has fractured the art of debate, honestly. I think um, because... Yeah. We can polarize people or categorize them in from one statement. Yeah. Oh, you all, must think this. All all of debate has, you know, and yeah. what rhetoric has been lost, yeah. you know? Yeah, and I know some people are probably thinking, who cares what you guys think? And honestly, yeah, you're right. Who cares? Yeah. But if you don't, move on. It's okay. You don't have to comment. And I think social media has done that. And that's kind of another thing we were alluding to. Social media gives everyone a voice, which is great and awful because some people, while I do think censorship is a very slippery slope and, you know, there are arguments both ways, uh, some people need to learn the art of communication. Not that they should be shut down, but they need to learn how to do so eloquently and um, with etiquette. Uh, And if you can't, then you have to be willing to accept the circumstances that come. And that means being banned from certain forums. Uh, You know, if you if you personally attack someone, someone's family, someone's job, you're threatening them. I guess you have to just kind of take a backseat. You have to be okay with the fact that you may not be allowed to post anywhere. And that includes Muddy River News from time to time, because uh, there are certain things that will be tolerated. And uh, unfortunately, there there is a decorum that is expected you know, especially professionally and with our families. And and you just have to deal with that. And again, if you don't like it. Darn the luck. Move on. Yeah. Uh, debates, um, like hating, like not trying to go back to this real no, quick. No, no, but, go for um, it. I, I kind of was talking with my husband a little bit about debates mm-hmm. today mm-hmm. on our lunch break. And um, it is really interesting how well, what you were saying with social media has changed everything. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it may has it may have just it's kind of destroyed everything. Destroyed the world, yeah, but yeah. Um, in regards to that, so before social media, some of the great debates um, oh. right here in Illinois, the Lincoln Douglas debates. Yep, those were seven debates um, throughout Illinois. They debated these seven times. That alone is kind of cool. Like to do cool. the same debate over and over and over to get it publicized. You yeah. know, there was. There was newspapers then, yeah. and and those newspapers were, you know, extremely biased, as most newspapers still are today. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, like they, but people they had the opportunity them, to go out and yes, listen with their own ears. Themselves. Yeah, so that's like one I of the to be a fly on that park bench. Yeah, yeah. Prior to you know those debates, there were, I mean, debates were the form of everything on how you problem solved. It it is you know, um, problem solving, breaking things down. Mm-hmm. It involves critical thinking. Seeking it's, to understand. It's ultimately yeah. in everyone's entertainment. Yeah. I mean, even way back when. Uh, you think they had booze at those things? I don't know. That would be really that would be interesting pretty to cool. find out. I know, like, do you think like the, I don't know. I, I don't know enough about that time period, but I just wonder like how, I wonder how people acted and, you know, was it like, oh, yeah, we're going down here. Oh, let's go, friends. Let's all go down here and listen. Like, that was a social yeah. hour. I wonder if 
yeah, open alcohol was yeah a thing. A thing. I don't um, know. Another debate, like the first televised presidential debate, was Nixon and Kennedy. Yeah. And though I guess Nixon won the debate, Kennedy won the hearts of Americans. Uh-huh. This could have been because this was, you know, his charming image. Yeah. But it was televised. That kind of brings another point. Like when you lose in the debate, yeah. you're not always the not loser. always the loser. I mean, um, I think anytime look at Lincoln, you, the Lincoln Douglas debates, you know, he, yeah. he technically lost the debates and he lost a seat in Senate, but he won the hearts of yeah. Americans and he won the presidency, Same you know, there you go. Um, sometimes people see through, I think not, not that, that he was saying something different than what he actually stood behind, but you can see the genuine, um, concern that, you know, you can tell when someone's up there just spitting what people want to hear versus what if they actually have a heart in the game. Yeah. And I think that's uh, that's probably something that we're missing um, when we don't have, you know, in-person debates. Big debate that I learned about today was Gore Vidal. And he was, uh, yeah, I don't know. Oh. He was versus William Buckley Jr. Okay. So th- that name was, sounds familiar. This was a televised debate, um, and it got nasty. And oh. this was the first time that, I guess, People decided that uh, this was like, you know, this was really entertaining. Nothing was solved. You know, they just sat there and mud slang back and forth at each oh, other okay. on television. Yeah. So this is where like debates started getting like a cartoon. Yeah. So it was more about the audience and the show of it than it was the actual meat yes. and potatoes of the debate. I mean, people yeah. ate it up. Yeah. And that's where I think, I don't know, you see it evolve. And it goes from a problem-solving forum skill. Devolve, for sure. Yes. Yeah, we're devolving, I think, is it? Oh, man. But, you know, what can you do when people... It's just human nature, I guess. People love to see the BS behind this. There are good debates, too. Um, One of the most viral debates, the the dress debate of 2015. The blue and gray versus pink and whatever, brown? Gold and white versus... Uh, golden white versus blue, blue and, and gray. gray. What yeah. were you? Uh, I think it was blue and gray, but I don't remember. That kind I of saw stuff I golden white. Did you? Yep. I think maybe I saw one or the other. Have you also heard the thing that's like, there? it's a, it's a hearing one. Whatever word you're reading, yes. you hear that word. And people get angry over it. They, oh, well, they'll fight, boy. They are ready to fight. And that's, I guess, the thing. Like, you know what? People see things and hear things two different ways, depending on kind of how they've been brought up, what Mm -hmm. their ideologies are. And that's okay. And that's what makes the world go round. And honestly, if we all thought the same way, we'd probably be in a bigger world of hurt than we are right now. We wouldn't ask the question. No. It's like that. Or Ross and Rachel on a break. (laughs) I mean, there's no debate there. (laughs) They They were on a break. Okay, yeah, I agree. They were. Yeah, I, I think they were. Too. Yeah. I totally think they were. All right, here's another one. Is a hot dog a sandwich? No. Okay. Do you think it is? No, I just heard that today on the radio, and I was like, who thinks a hot dog is a sandwich? But I guess if you I put mean, it between two pieces of bread, turn it around. still no. Then, it's, then I think it's like, yeah, it's a hot dog on two pieces of bread. But we could debate, you know, again. The dumbest thing. Yeah. Oh, I would debate with anybody. And my mom always said that I, I would seriously, I could debate with anyone at any point, uh, until I'm blue in the face. And now my daughter has that. And now we just get to do that every day, all day. And it's just great fun, <laughs> but you know, yeah, 
or the, you know really important things yes. like what the Lincoln Douglas debates were about you yeah. know slavery and when we were on the verge of that when they would get on the floor and debate I guess it was quite common that fists were had so as I there mean, should be yeah I kind of feel like we should just there's bring passion it there back yeah just be like, oh, you you guys don't agree? I'm, I'm well, joking. I'm going to need to see a I'm fight. I'm joking, by the way. Do not take <laughs> no, me literally. No, no. Please but, don't hey, come hit me in the face. But or... I will say there is something to be said for if you're going to say something, make sure that you would be comfortable saying it to that to the, person's yes, face. Absolutely. Because keyboard, keyboard warriors are in full force. And I think it's uh, very commonly lost that you forgot that you forget things. this person could kick your butt mm -hmm. and you may see them at the bar uh you're gonna see them in quincy i'm just saying yeah yeah so be willing to uh back up your mouth i guess right so yeah. all right well hey here's to another uh good debate right yeah i always love chatting with you i love this chatting so with you fun. too i'm yeah. gonna miss you i know uh i'm gone next week well no for the rest of this week and then, and then you get to go on actual vacation yes oh score i think we so, get to squeeze one more coffee talk in between we do. there yeah we do uh yeah so unfortunately the rest of the week is sans ash but i'm sure there will be some great debates so on that note uh we'll see you i won't see you but they'll see you tomorrow muddy river news our home our news